When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you come for me, it's scorched earth. Uh-huh. Unless you're Jen Chong. Ew. Those are bad life parameters. <laughs> well, someone lives by them. I know. Two people on the couch, too. On the couch? Not our couch. <laughs> <laughs> you said me? No, me. I don't know. one! The rains and spains, they mainly in the plains. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you can be a bitch to me, but I'll forget about it in five minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm Tyler. I'm... I forgot. <laughs> I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. It's a podcast. Where we talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. That's a new talk. Or they yodel. Do they yodel in Utah? Well, there's mountains. That's what does it. I think... Oh, I guess we should address the elephant in the room. Why? Wow, that was... Don't call me an elephant. Shut up! We've been kind of radio silent for... Two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Months, really. Um, And that is purely an accident. Well, it's not an accident, but we didn't mean to do it. of very busy schedules. Yeah, we both have very busy schedules. Travis has a ton of work right now in his boot camp. Um... And we had a friend come visit for a week, and it was just, like, bad timing. Yeah. Um, and also, the episode didn't have too much to talk about, and I, we just want to apologize, but here we are, we're back. I mean, I'm not sorry, but, like, I do apologize. Okay, wow. It's very housewife of me. hmm I'm sorry you guys felt that we didn't have a podcast for two weeks. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, we are, yeah. We don't want to go uh, miss things, but we were just really busy. Sorry, sorry. Um, so I guess we'll start off by just talking about what we thought of the last week's one. It is very interesting that we got the little like freeze frame. Here's what they're doing in the future thing for uh, like at the beginning of the episode, or like I guess like the first twenty minutes. So that was in- that was weird. They don't normally do that. I don't know if they've ever done that. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I don't know of any other time that that's happened. And this whole season, it it was just weird how short it was. On top of that, how short the finale was. Yeah. I Well, and then we're getting three reunion episodes? Right. <laughs> it's a long time. But I do feel like... I liked that they kind of did the freeze frames and then they jumped to the future with Jen like getting... Um, officially saying she was guilty. Right. Because otherwise, if they would have... There's definitely been times in shows where I know that they there's a time jump in real life and they just edit it as if it's like still happening in the, in the moment. And at least with this, it was kind of like... We know there's been a time jump. We know... Like, that's why they're not everybody in the cast is there or showed up at the end because, like, contracts and stuff like that. So... Yeah. I also... I don't know. It was an interesting choice on Bravo's part, in my opinion, a little bit, because I feel like it made sense to film it 
to see what would happen, but then they dedicated, like, the whole last episode to... And we know they cut, like, Whitney's party. They cut some, like, other things, other fights and things. Yeah. And this whole last episode was about her being in New York. They cut the Dana part from this episode. Yeah, and I I didn't... I was like, okay, like, this would have made, like, had a, a point if she had been found, like, not guilty or if she had contested it. Yeah. If she still proclaimed her innocence. But the fact that she pled guilty is, like, now just feels like we're giving screen time to, you know, yeah. the criminal. And, like, all we really got afterward was randomly Lisa and Heather at a dinner or a lunch just like talking about it but not even really talking about it yeah so I would have rather them focused on their reactions to everything just the the four remaining yeah versus being in New York like maybe had a little bit of it I don't know just like 40 minutes of that 30 minutes whatever it was it just was in my opinion excessive yeah given the circumstances I don't know if... It feels to me almost like somehow they struck like an extra deal with Jen later that was like, can we film this part? But like part of the parameters of it were like, yes, but like I need to be seen in a good light like in certain parts of the season. I don't know. It seems really, really weird to me that they only aired that Dana thing. Well, obviously it was in the trailer, but they, not the whole thing. And they only aired the Dana thing this episode, like after Jen has already been like convicted and sentenced. Like, I don't know. Something about it is just like, why did they, were they not allowed to show that on the season? Because that is like the most juiciest snippet of a thing that like we were looking forward to the whole season. And then it wasn't even aired. Yeah. There's got to be reasons. I also guess I don't like... I mean, I know at the time that they went to New York, Heather and Meredith were still under the impression that Jen was innocent, but... Except... It's just kind of annoying. I'm annoyed at how they're handling it now, and so now when I think of the finale, it just annoys me more that we had to watch them for 30 minutes. And also, Heather said Jen called her that morning and told her. So when Heather's talking with Meredith at the lunch table, she already knows. Oh. Yeah. So... Kind of weird. Makes you think. (laughs) Um, Okay, I did... Hang on one second. Alright, so why don't we go ahead and get into this episode here. Uh, Again, just because we both have such crazy schedules, Travis has a lot of work to do tonight for his class. Might be a little bit shorter ones here. So my thought was, why don't I go through... Obviously, the intro, we can talk about their dresses and the dilapidated church of it all. <laughs> and then um, just kind of go into the couple of questions that I thought were the most like pertinent throughout. Okay. So, who do you think was best dressed? Meredith. I agree. That dress and the lighting looks so cool. It looks so good on her. Yeah. Her waist, makeup is so good. The waist snatched. snatched. It's a god and back. Honestly, I think Heather looked the best second for me. She's wearing the leathery, yeah. drapey type. Uh-huh. Um, I really don't remember all of them. If, now that I... Well, I liked Dana's. Dana's was a tad... Dana's was very ornate. I, I feel like some people were saying it was like a little costumey, but I really enjoyed it. Some people don't watch Drag Race, and it shows. Yeah. I didn't really care for Angie's. It seemed a little... The colors, I think, were a little... 
flat or something. Or I don't something. know. It wasn't my favorite. Um, who else was there? I don't remember what... And okay, when I, so that was Angie K. I was talking about. I don't remember okay. what Angie H was wearing. Angie H was wearing this kind of. Oh, I see. I liked it's it. It's okay. It was yeah, shimmery. Yeah, yeah. I did. I think Lisa's is very understated, and especially on the couch, I don't necessarily love it. Yeah. And then Whitney's was like a little too open at the top for me. Huh. Like the zipper. Okay. I don't know. It just looked like it was like almost fully not fitting. Yeah. I also think her hair, the way she... She doesn't normally have it slicked back like that. So she just looks different. But I don't... I liked it. Yeah. I would say it looks... Okay, hers looks better standing up for me. Um, but then I just really... Lisa's is just very kind of blah. Mm. I would think I would expect a little bit more from her. But Meredith, all props to you, Mama. For firing Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Or or telling Brooks not to give you any more pantsuits because she's looked really good this whole season. Truly. Okay, what did you think of the dilapidated church thing? It's a lot. It's okay though. It's very busy. Very busy. Um, I didn't. I don't think the sprinter van entrance was all that. It wasn't giving what it was trying to give. Yeah. It would have been funny if it was just in the background. But the fact that they rode in on it was a little too much, in my opinion. Yeah. But who cares? I feel like, I don't know, I thought the church part was a little bit, like, all of them are still kind of religious, and I feel like if I was religious, that would feel kind of, like, sacrilegious to me. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it's like, we tore down the church. <laughs> oh, I think it just meant, like, more, it was more like an explosion inside the church. Like, <laughs> like all this fighting inside holy ground. Yeah, I guess. I don't really know. I don't, I've never really thought about churches like that. Even when I was religious, I never, like, put a lot of, I never really thought about, I guess maybe because I was Baptist and the churches we were in were not, like, anything special. Like, I feel like Catholics or other denominations that have, like, really beautiful buildings, and I think they treat the building a little bit more, like, as a sacred place, mm-hmm. whereas Baptists are just, like, I mean, the church I went to when I was a kid was, like, like a log hut-looking thing. It wasn't yeah. a log hut, but it was just very simple shape, like, wood paneling. Nobody, like, really cared about... It wasn't ornate at all. So okay. I, I guess I've never really thought about churches in, like, that context. The buildings. I just thought it was a little bit odd to me. But it looked pretty overall, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the very first question is Andy basically is like, okay, Jen pled guilty. What does everybody think? And Whitney said that she was surprised she didn't fight the trial because she was fighting so hard all season to prove her innocence. Mm-hmm. Lisa said she's glad that she took the responsibility for her actions. Meredith was shocked. And this is when Heather tells us she was told in advance, and that she felt sadness. And Andy said, do you feel lied to? And she said, all I feel is sadness. Yeah, it's she's being very weird. Fucking weird. And I think, <laughs> I, now I'm fully, I was like on the fence, and now I fully think that Jen has got shit on her to something that she does not want out, and she is not rocking that boat one bit. I guess. Because every she will, it doesn't make any how even though even with all the stuff she said about her eye the whole weirdness between her and jen over that the fact that she's saying that she'll stick up for her now like 
basically stick with her no matter what regard even though she like everybody else she doesn't have that yeah with plus they show that weird screenshot very quickly a little bit later that's like proof like it's like someone sent her that jen was talking shit about heather's businesses to someone else and she just says par for the course yeah with jen what like you just expect it's like it just seems really weird to me like it is weird Okay, and and certain parts I get like okay, you know people are gonna talk if they're really your friend, and they didn't and they say they didn't mean it and they apologize, get past it I guess. But like, there's too many things stacking up that I feel like Heather is just still saying that she's fine with. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's a missing component. The missing component, in my opinion, is that she has to keep peace with Jen for her own, like I wouldn't say not safety, but like public image safety. Yeah. Because I think she would, maybe she would say something. Maybe. About Heather that Heather doesn't want to be said. Can, how, how easily can you access the press from jail? I mean, people can come, yeah, they can call people and people can come visit. True. They can have interviews, I guess, too. Yeah. Oh, I meant to go online. I guess Jen made a website you can subscribe to where she's going to be telling her full story. Not interested. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like how it says unedited, but I'm like, bitch, you're the editor. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so then... I also just want to clarify, because I feel like I talk a little... Like, I am very overgen at this point. I have been for a long time. But for people who aren't maybe aware, like, the scheme that she admitted to participating in is, like, very, very... Uh, harmful. I talked to like I used to work in a job where I spoke with people who were in debt a lot, who were dealing with like not necessarily by scams, but just you know hardships and like lots mm-hmm. of debt and getting and like in this like vicious cycle. Because when you are in a lot of debt and you're poor and the like, uh, well even if you're not poor, but when you're in a lot of debt, like the cycle of interest rates and the worse your credit gets or the worse your situation gets, you often wind up taking like loans or credits with like higher interest rates which just makes it worse so then these people were kind of getting locked into these cycles uh, these debt cycles because of the stuff she was doing or participating in it wasn't all just her right but that puts people through like very rough mental hardships like it's a lot of stress and yeah. or ruins families also i think a lot of people this happened to me the time that I got scammed was because mm-hmm. I was so down on my money that I needed we'll take risks that you wouldn't otherwise do. Yeah. Right. So, and then the further, more they get into debt, the more they're having to do like take risky decisions, get into bad, worse situations. And I don't know, I can't say everybody's the outcome for everybody was the same. I, Cause I don't know. I read some of the witnesses statements, but I just know working with people who are in those unfortunate situations that it's a very long process to get out of once you realize like even if it's not your fault so yeah that's in my opinion i'm just saying all this to say like i think very ill of jen yeah like i don't know i'm not equating what she did with like heinous crimes that other people commit but like it was bad you ruined a lot of people's lives like their entire life potentially yeah you know or you took like it's going to take them a long time to get their confidence back, to get their money back, to get their family relationships back if they can, depending on their like what happened. So it's just, I I really 
do, do not and all of that happened just because she wanted to be rich yeah it's greedy so like i just don't have patience for her anymore i don't i don't think bravo should be touching her anymore like she let her go to jail let her serve her time she doesn't need to be a public figure she needs to be deplatformed deplatformed in yeah. my opinion that was kind of a long-winded thing, but I just want to say, like, I don't really want to talk about her anymore because, like, I, she, I just wish she would, like, be, like, yeah, drop her, like, drop it. She's not relevant. Anymore. Which I think is why they kind of tried to get it out of the way first, but obviously, as we see later, Meredith calls her and brings her on the show. Right. <laughs> um, but we move on to Meredith and Lisa's relationship, and basically, the whole point of this is they say... Meredith says she's not mad about the rant anymore, which I don't believe, A. Because, also, I saw the rant again on Twitter. It is so long and really bad. <laughs> like, every time I Lisa's see rant? it... Yeah in, oh, full, yeah, yeah, in its fullness, I, like, forget how long it was and how many things she said. I feel like it's hard to compare, or it's hard to, like, uh, realize it because, to me, as a viewer, it's, like, entertaining. I almost view the rant in a positive light because yeah. I was, like, that was funny and, like, hilarious. But in context of, like, your real life, if something had somebody had said that yeah. about somebody you know or yourself, like, it is it was really big. Yeah, I don't think I could get past it, honestly. Um, which, basically, she says she's past it, but then she says that she's mad because... I guess Lisa was posting screenshots, which I don't know why if she was mad about this, she didn't get into it all season. But she said she was mad that Lisa posted screenshots, basically, like, confirming that she did reach out to her when her dad died. But then Meredith saying it was, like, a week later, and then Lisa said that that was a lie and all this stuff. And just kept going back and forth and back and forth. I think she didn't talk about it on the show because she did not want it to be another, like... Another season of her dad. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. But I just mean, if that was the root of it all, then why bring it up now? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Maybe she's, like, reunions are one day long, right? Yeah. So maybe she said, I'm willing to talk about it today, because it's just going to be today, versus something that's going to come up repeatedly over the course of filming. Yeah. Especially because Heather had a similar situation with Lisa, and it probably would have got wrapped up into that. Yeah. Also, apologies, our washer and dryer is very loud and um, takes a long time, sometimes four hours, to run, and it's still running, and we want it to be off, but if we pause it, we have to restart it all, so it's going to be in the background a little bit. Sorry about it. (laughs) Um, Okay, and this part, this literally goes back to, I think, what you were saying on our last episode. Andy asks, like, are you willing to move on and, like, try to be friends? And they both say yes, again. And I'm just tired of it. Like I want, like you said, I'm ready for them to just say no. We're not friends. Instead of this weird, underhanded shit all season that we've had between the two of them. Yeah. But I guess they're saying she's saying Meredith that the underhanded stuff wasn't because of the rant. It was because of this other stuff she never talked about. Yeah. Um. But then. But she said. It was also about the fact that Lisa lied about the pills, or about, not the pills, not the pills yet. That Lisa lied about Meredith saying, trying to diagnose her when Meredith was saying she needed help. And then Andy was like, well, did you ever reach reach out to, like, try to get her help? And Meredith was like, no, and I apologize for that. Yeah. Do you think that's weird? 
I thought that was weird. No, I think you could just call her out a little bit. Because it was very... Like, you're trying to frame it this way. Which, okay. But then you also weren't. If you actually cared about that, then you would have done other things and you didn't. So really, you're just... It was more of an attack than it was... It was meant more as an attack than it was as a support. Yeah. That's true. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so then Andy says, are there multiple rumors about Lisa? Like, talk me through that. And Lisa's like, yeah, yeah, there's a million rumors. And Whitney basically is saying that she brought the, that Meredith brought the rumors up to her initially. So that's why she felt bad because she engaged with talking about the rumors. But Meredith brought it up to begin with. And then apparently Whitney's mind sees it that Heather was the one that spun everything in Arizona. Whereas I do think Whitney brought up the (laughs) jazz game. And then Heather was like, what are you talking about? I never said that. And then Whitney was like, remember, Andy said this. So I don't think she can blame Heather for any of that coming up. She, no. So Heather said blowies for jazz tickets yeah. in her confessional <laughs> after after they filmed the thing. Yeah. So that's how it got That's how the blow twisted. job part so Heather, I hate the word blowies. Yeah. I literally hate it. It makes me think of a blow pop. Oh. Well, why do you hate that? I don't know. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not saying you made it. Like, I don't hate you saying it. I just hate that they call it that. So, uh, so I, I think Whitney is right. I don't think, I don't think Whitney was trying to say that Heather twist, it was like the reason for all of it. I just think she was saying, I never said that. Heather said that in a confessional and people ran with it. Yeah. And then they tied it back to her because she started originally, but she's like, I didn't actually, like, I didn't say that. Yeah. But then Heather was like, if that, if that happened, then why didn't you ask me if I remembered it happening? And Whitney was like, I did. And then Andy was like, she did. Yeah. I, that was so dumb. Heather needs to rewatch that scene, I think. Yeah. And... Meredith also says that she... That Whitney was the one that brought it up to her. So this is the thing. Before filming, it seems like. So this is what I don't like about it, is that... So first, we do recognize that Meredith is legally trained and maybe why um she does word things a certain way so like yeah i think she does say things in a way that she gives her a little bit of an escape route to get out of it however that does not absolve whitney of having like given more information and talked to more about it she's trying to like make it seem like meredith came over to shit talk and that's the only reason things came up but it's like if you didn't want to shit talk then you shouldn't have like participated yeah and, which was fine because she said later she told Lisa because she wanted to like end that cycle, which yeah. great, good for you. I'm just that, it cool. in like the literal worst. But then also, right? <laughs> yes. But then also, don't act like this is it how wasn't. It, gone it wasn't like a co. Even if yeah. it was planned for filming, like I mean, I come talk shit about her, like whatever. Like they were in on it together. 
It so should have been. You still gotta own it. Hey, Lisa, can I talk to you about something, whether alone or at dinner? And then she should have said, "Me and Meredith. Meredith came over, and we were talking about rumors about you. And I feel really bad that I engaged in that, and I'm sorry." And if Lisa says who brought it up, she could have said Meredith. But it was very mutual. It's not like Meredith brought it up and Whitney tried to skate around it. It was like Meredith brought it up and then immediately Whitney was like, yeah, I heard this, this, and this. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just remember the, the, like, her eating the grapes and drinking the wine sound effects from that (laughs) scene. Um... Anyway, Lisa does bring up a good point, though, where she's like, Meredith, you were talking about the rumors with Jen even before the Whitney thing in the hot tub. Or in, like, a pool or something. Like, separate filming shoot. Oh, really? Yeah. So then, this is when Andy brings up the pill-popping thing. And he's basically, like, saying that in San Diego, Lisa implied that Meredith popped pills. And Lisa was just like, well, I heard that Jen and her were popping pills, blah, 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 from Jen... They're doing ketamine, and Meredith's like, okay, well, this, oh, I guess Meredith says it's slander, but, but Lisa also keeps trying to be like, well, everybody talks, everybody says bitchy things about everybody, nah. which is true, but not everybody, that yeah, is kind of an accusation. Uh, yeah. Uh, pill, pill popper implies somebody who has a drug abuse problem. Somebody who, like, takes pills regularly. Yeah. And by pills, we mean pills, not, not ketamine. Oh yeah, not which ketamine. is a powder, not mushrooms, which are an edible plant, <laughs> like that you <laughs> chew or brew or like whatever. They're also missing the point where Lisa said, um, "Oh, she thinks I have a problem. I'm not the one that pops pills." And in my head, that went to Lisa's trying to say I have mental, uh, like mental health issues, but I'm not the one that has to take pills for my mental health issues. When people say pill poppers, I either think pain medicine or uh, d- anti-depression, like, but, or yeah. or uh, ADHD stuff. Like, right. things people take recreationally because they have semi, can't have semi-positive, like, or I say positives, like, puts people in more of a happy place, even if it's temporary. Yeah. But I did, in my mind, initially went to, like, oh, she has, she's, like, has to be on medication because she has mental health issues. That, yeah, that too. But they didn't even talk about it in that way. Yeah, probably better to stay away from that. But the, but just to find out, the fact that she said this was based off of hearing Jen's... Her, she said, Jen said, that they did this one time. Even if she's telling the truth, she's saying at one point, they did this one thing, or like they took these things, does not make a pill popper. Also, they're not they, they're not pills for to begin with, and also and part. also it was one time pill. like pill popping implies a habit, an addiction. Yeah, right. Not one event. I feel like it just literally goes to show how innocent Lisa is. And you say innocent, aspects. I say ignorant. But no, 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 not innocent in the things she that comes out of her mouth, but like. Like, the fact that she's... She thought she was saying something. She calls shrooms popping pills. It's just funny to me. She doesn't even know. So then... Basically, we get a good line here where she's like, Call Jen. You're going to believe someone who is in jail for lying over me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... I mean, honestly, I don't know why Meredith did it. Well, like, call Jen at all? Yeah, first of all, she's not on the show anymore. Second of all, she like it was she's not at the reunion. 
stop trying to include her. Three, um, you're calling her as to to get the truth about a story, and she is a convicted liar. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it was honestly more just like it was a dumb idea. Oh, call her. Okay, fine, I will. Like I would probably do something like that if I was fighting with somebody. If yeah. someone said, "Call her," it's like okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. Andy brings up the whole SEC filing thing. Honestly, I don't even understand any of this part, really. But we do get to a point where they both say they want to be cordial with each other. Lisa starts crying. Um, she said she was, like, devastated prior to knowing the hot mic moment was going to come out. Which, yeah. <laughs> I would be, too. Um, and she says it just got to an ugly point between both of them. But she was mad that... Um, Meredith brought John into it, a.k.a. started talking about the rumors about the cheating rumors. Mm-hmm. So to me, that I don't know. Of, maybe they came to a point of like, we both did really shitty things. Let's move on. Yeah. But I also think, I don't know. I mean, I was if I kind of felt bad for her when she was talking about the stuff with John, I actually think it's like the first time she's actually cried, like really cried on the show or one of the few times mm-hmm. um but she also I don't know I guess two wrongs don't make a another wrong two wrongs don't make a right whatever yeah so she's of course fine to be upset about that but then also everybody else's husbands have gotten talked about in some way she talked about Meredith's husband and family it's like you know I get I, so I don't know yeah I, mean, they, I don't they, feel as bad because it's like you're all kind of involved in it at some point. Yeah. I am a little bit tired of the whole I don't know. We're watching Potomac right now and it's like every fight is just because they're all saying things that they've heard in the tabloids. Oh yeah. True, true. It's they, like, used to not, they used to not bring up stuff so much from outside if it wasn't on the show. Like people have always had rumors and things in the news and they they used to not ever like bring them up on the show. Huh. Like, there's been lots of reunions where people, if in the times that something would come up, they'd be like, yeah, of course we've all heard that. Like, yeah. the tab, the blogs, the blogs, the blogs. The but, blogs. like, they didn't, I think they purposefully tried to, like, leave it out because it wasn't something that was part of the, it wasn't on film. I love how they all keep calling it the blogs, even, like, now. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, articles. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter is the blog. The Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter yeah. blogs. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so then they just they bring all the um, friend dubs out, and they basically show all the drama that everybody had between everybody this whole season. And Andy asked Dana why she decided to bring up the part, like to Jen about her knowing the informant and everything. And this is when we see the never before seen mm-hmm. part, which we have seen on Twitter. Someone like somehow leaked it, like yesterday. Or- what day did this come out? Wednesday? I mean, it's part of the trailer. No, but someone leaked the entire thing that they showed. Oh, okay. Yesterday beforehand. So I did see the, it in its entirety before the, it mm. came out. And I was like, how did they get this? And then I realized it was because it was on the show. Oh, gotcha. Um, but, so basically, they, she's like fighting and fighting and fighting. And it escalates to her saying like, you better watch what you fucking say if you want any money in your fucking books. Yeah, which I was... I mean, the line, the intent, the everything delicious 
I was kind of confused. I was like, are you putting money on her books? Like, does she need to be nice to you because you're doing business with her? I don't understand. I think it's just a mean thing to say. Like, It was. No, it was very appropriate. For, I mean, I, it was a little mic drop moment. Yeah. I think it had the, the correct reaction. But then when I thought about it. I was like, wait, but are you putting money on her books? Like, I, I think it was that. because she's saying I'm actually rich. <laughs> because yeah. as we find out, I guess Jen was like talking shit about Dana living in a certain part of town that's like not as... Tuella. To Willie. That's more like rural. But then Dana says that she has two houses and she could buy her rental if she wants to. And evict, and evict, <laughs> and evict her. her. Do it, queen. Uh, I guess Jen also like made fun of her husband's name. But I don't think... To me, it's like, do we really need a reason for Dana to bring it up? Like, she's bringing it up because no one else is. I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's probably good for some people to clarify the amount of things that she had beef with Jen about so that it made a little more sense to maybe others. I think it was enough just because Jen's a criminal. And yeah. But like, you know, maybe for some other people's perspective it was good to clarify how shitty she's been. Or in her opinion, or to what she's saying she's mm-hmm. been. But I just like that she said, I was just giving her a chance to own up. <laughs> <laughs> on television prior to her trial. Right, like she's going to do that. <laughs> like she knew she was guilty. Which I, maybe she did believe her at that time. Like maybe she... I don't know. I don't want to say she knew, but maybe she like was convinced that she was guilty at that point. I feel like the whole world was already. Yeah. Like think about us off season seeing all these things come out and come out and come out and Jen's the only one left who still has to go to trial. We were right. like, she's guilty. Like... They're not going to go through this entire trial if they don't have things on her. Right. So, uh, then, like, Angie H. and Lisa have a little back and forth, and Lisa was talking about, like, Angie's husband and all this stuff, and Angie's like, oh, well, we don't, like, let's not talk about my husband, like, his character and all this stuff, and then Lisa was like, Oh, his character. I think the whole world knows about his character now. It was... Oh, no. It was because Angie was talking about John at the game. And so uh, he was acting yes, crazy. Yes, yes. And she was like, I don't talk about, about my that. husband. And she was like, well, you don't talk about... Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I... They really said, all right, this woman's crazy. <laughs> Lots about everything. Let's give her, like, minimal screen time. And I don't think she's going to be on next season. Yeah. Is what I got from that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> She's just been caught in too many things. Yeah. Although, I still think the whole catering thing was very weird. Uh, on Lisa's end, as well. Yeah. So, I don't know who to believe on that one. But Angie, you know, that the whole... Yeah, she really... I think she was on a good foot at first, and she really fumbled. She... We really... Last season, when she came in, we were like, damn, she just solidified herself a spot next season. And then... Nothing happened with her all season, it, again, because there was, like, actual drama with Jen. Yeah. And then that was it. Oh, and look. The dryer's done. Okay, so then Angie K, they start talking about the trip and everything, and, like, if they thought that she was taking over, and she was like, well, I thought... When since I put up all the money in the house from a friend that like them and I was co-hosting basically, and I guess when they do phrase it as this was a trip 
to basically like celebrate Jen before she literally goes to jail forever, I would be like, okay, yeah, I would give her the main room. Even if it was my friend's house. No. No? No. Imagine, okay, well, I guess she does not. I, 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 it, it even irks me that she always, out of everybody, that she's the one gets the best room all the time. Like, yeah. she's, because she's just such a bully sometimes. And it's like, why? And I think they just do it out of fear. And that's what I don't, if they were just like all, like, it was coming from a good place all the time, but I think it's just like, yeah. she's a diva and they don't want to deal with it. I just try to think, like, let's say we went on a trip for my birthday or something. I guess it's very different, so I can't really compare, but, like, if we went on a trip for my birthday, and our friends were like, oh, we got the house for you, and then, I don't know, I guess I still wouldn't really expect the master bedroom, so I don't know. She didn't need it. Her yeah. room was fine. Yeah, it's not like they were in a, they didn't put her in a, a motel, and they put her in, like, the worst horrible room with cockroaches or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she deserves less. I know. It's just when it's a trip about her, I can see why she'd be upset. But I don't think the champagne dump was warranted. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no. But apparently Meredith did. And Heather watched it back and thought it was funny. (sighs) Are we at that part yet? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I don't see how anybody could watch that and get any humor out of it. It was very tense. It was not like a goofy moment. It was not like, ah, splash. It was like, fuck you, dumped on your head. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable to watch. Well, how about this? Yeah. There yeah. was no fun injected. So nobody had a good time from that. It made things worse. I, you know, so yeah. I, even if you thought it was funny, keep that to yourself, girl. I liked... You don't need a PR agent to tell you that. Yeah. And I liked in this moment that she, like, relays all the stuff that's been happening with her for years, and Meredith's like, well, how was I supposed to know that? And Angie's like, you don't have to know it to know that that was bad. Like, point blank, you should have known that was bad when it happened. Yeah, exactly. I do agree with that. I agree, too. But then she says, you must work in a cubicle. (laughs) You need to work in a cubicle because... Um, you don't you have, have no people skills. <laughs> no social skills. And then Meredith says, I don't work in a cubicle. I work in a very social business. An extraordinarily social business. And then she said, I'm saying. not the one who's been trying to get on the show for three years. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Angie said she hasn't been either. And she said, I'm from Salt Lake. Yeah, she kind of had some like power move here where she was like, I'm actually from Salt Lake. No, she didn't even say actually. And she should have. Yeah. And she, like, knows people. Like, she didn't have to have some stranger throw her birthday party. Like, which, like, referencing Jen throwing Meredith. Which I think that was just for TV. Like, I think Jen did that as for the show to have something to film. Yeah. Like, when they first started, because they maybe didn't all know each other as well. I I don't know. That whole situation was weird. I'm like, don't, you're not really doing anything by saying you're from Salt Lake. Well, I... To to me, because, like... I appreciate it because there's the rumor that Meredith lives in New York. 
full-time and just rents a house for whenever the season's filming. And I wish she would have said that. But instead just being like, well, I'm from Salt Lake City. And they're just like, congratulations. Yeah, big whoop. <laughs> Anyways, I also, before we move on from Angie, we have to talk about the recent thing on Twitter. With oh, her. yes, yes, yes. Because she was seen... I don't really know the context, but she was... Uh, with a particular person and they were in conversation. They seemed to be friends. So she took a picture with a person. Yeah, seemingly friends. We don't know. But then from the someone else took a video of them both from the back. It doesn't seem like they're talking in the video. And someone screenshot it and his shirt says White Lives Matter on it. Mm-hmm. Which is not even like trying to be like all lives matter but white lives matter uh-huh i mean not that i'm a all lives matter apologist don't get me wrong <laughs> don't get it twisted yeah but i just mean that's like really bad um so yeah but she did put out a statement where she said she didn't know he was wearing that shirt she would have never taken a picture with him that's not what she believes in but people but did still... digging on who the guy is and both her and Lisa follow him on Instagram. That's what I was going to say. It's like I think she still follows him. Just and you Lisa saying does. you saying you wouldn't take a photo with somebody is not sufficient. Yeah, you can just say like This is what, okay, this is a conversation that I want to have, right? What at what cuz some people were saying like, well, you can't control what other people put on their bodies if you're in public, you took a photo with somebody you, like she didn't know what was on it. Or even if she did know what was on it, like, should she really, like, be expected to not, like, to, you know, whatever? And I'm thinking, like, I don't fucks with people that wear stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of like a, like, that to would me, be an issue. To me, her and Lisa run in the same circle with racist people. As well. Okay, we're getting to that point. Okay, so that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, you as an individual, as a person, and or not just, like, I'm saying as a viewer, put yourself in that, like... I would have a bigger issue with it of saying like why like our views obviously don't align yeah in a way that's like fundamentally we're not going to get along because if this is what you're taking away from it then in my opinion your view of things is very fudged you may not think that but that's fine but we're in two different we're not taking photos because we're not friends yeah I think probably she thought that it would just go away and no one would figure out who that guy is. You know? Yeah. So she could just say, like, pretend it was a fan that she didn't know was taking, had that shirt on. Yeah, but outside of her. I'm not trying to comment on what she, I'm saying, like, it just made me think about if you had a friend. Yeah. And they showed up in that shirt. Yeah. Like, would you be taking a photo with them like you would if they hadn't? No. Right. Or would you... Would it become an issue? That they were wearing the shirt? Yeah, if you didn't know their views and then they came in wearing that shirt. Yeah. It would be... Right, okay. So that's the thing, is it's not... She took the photo in... uh, Let's say, take the benefit of the doubt, and she didn't know what the shirt was about or what it said. She still follows... She's still apparently friends with. Yeah. And follows. Saying, I wouldn't have took a photo with him is not sufficient. And... I agree. Like you said... Lisa so also follows him, and Lisa is the one who brought her on the show, and Lisa brought Jenny on the show, who was removed from the show from being, for her interesting choice of Facebook posts. So Toward black people. Right. 
So now, I mean, Lisa looks extra bad. Yeah. And it's, which a lot of people are saying, you know, like, it's Salt Lake, like, there's just a lot of racist people there. Yeah. And, what do you, like, you But can't... that's a generalization, too. I mean, there's racist people everywhere. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, okay, Utah is very white. Yeah. And Mormons are not known for, like, inclusivity, I don't think. Yeah. So... Yeah. I just, I don't know. It just makes me hope. I mean, the, I can kind of compare it to, there are people that I know that are at parties that I go to that are racist. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. I can't, you can't. Where's the line? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's an interest, it's a quandary of some point, especially as a public person, because it's like, where, where do you draw the line? Yeah. And it's like, maybe that's just a random kind of like friend of a friend who wanted to take a photo with her or something. I don't know. I have these conversations with people that I know. Like, if that... If I saw someone wearing that shirt and I knew them and I was friends with them, then that would be a conversation. Yeah. Slash friendship ender, possibly, if the conversation went. Right. So, but that doesn't mean to say that I can't... I haven't ever been in a room with someone who I knew maybe had those thoughts and I didn't talk to them about it. Right. So, I don't know. But it does seem suspicious. Yes. But both of them have tweeted and said that that is not how they, where they stand on that issue. So, I don't know. Okay. I guess you can believe what you want to believe, or at least in their public persona, what they're putting off is not that. That's their character, or what they believe. So, that's all we can really go on, I guess. Okay, so then, I guess they talk a little bit about... um, Jen shit-talking Heather's business, and I guess Heather called... Jen called Heather a bitch-ass hoe or something? Oh. And I don't know. I feel like, honestly, just this whole part was... We already talked about it. It's so weird how ride-or-die Heather is for Jen for literally, seemingly no reason. This is the perfect time to drop her off. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody who cares about Heather from the show's perspective... Knows what's going on with Jen. There's not new fans that don't know. Like next season, if new fans join, maybe they don't know about all the Jen drama. Yeah. And also at this so point... So now it's the time to be like, drop her. And if Jen does say something, if Jen does have dirt on you, you she's to- really discredited. So like... This was her chance to become the Kyle Richards and she didn't take it. Yeah. This was her chance to drop all the people that she knows make her look bad to the public... And regain our side. Or regain us being on her side. Mm-hmm. And she didn't do it. Whereas Kyle said, oh, all these people are hated right now by Twitter? I'm going to say they're not my friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. Because that's how we want her to align. I mean, I understand people like keeping their principles on things. I don't necessarily need that from Heather as far as, like, if it was just, like... Or from Kyle, I guess I should say. Like, if Kyle was still friends with X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm not... I w- it wouldn't be, like, bothering me. But it's just weird how Heather has uh, different... Yes. Opinions? Yeah, how she has different... Uh, I, like, personally, I think I would be pissed if I was her friends and she got mad at me about something... Meanwhile, like, Jen's walking all over her, and she doesn't yeah. do anything about it. 
I know, and I honestly think that's why Whitney kind of drew the line, where she's like, okay, this is really fucking weird. And I, I think I defended Heather a little bit earlier at some point saying, well, like, certain friends have certain access to you, and I still think that's true. Like, you, like, if you're really close with somebody and they betray you, it's a little different than, like, somebody who's more of an acquaintance betraying you. But Jen is not uh, an acquaintance-level friend. Yeah. And you still, like, if she was, you know, it'd be easier to, like, drop her and move on. But she's clearly has an important place mm-hmm. in Heather's life, just like Whitney did, but Whitney doesn't get a pass and Jen does. Yeah. So I'm very, like, what is that about? I know. So I guess let's talk a little bit about the I thing that comes up. Basically, Heather says, Andy was like, did you not remember or what? And then Heather's like, I didn't, I don't remember what happened. And then like, cut to her telling the producer, oh, I remember what happened. I just don't want to say. She literally gave every story possible. Literally. And they had it all edited back to back to back. Yeah. Um, so that's not a great look either. But the... How it comes to her now is that she was blackout drunk and she didn't want to tell people she was blacked out because you're not even supposed to drink when you're a Mormon, much less blackout. And that's her story now. Mm. To me, the story was a little plausible because I remember the first time I blacked out and it wasn't like a religious reason, but I did feel a little ashamed of myself and because and it was kind of embarrassing and but and it's kind of weird say she remembers in other parts but this is also different because this, i don't think this is the first time that's happened to it's not the first time they've been drunk on trips not at all so right so i, I it's weird that this was like an issue but i but i and i can kind of see cuz i mean they did get really hammered and i think what she was saying about the uh was it which part jen the the part where she says she'd rather jen do it than no one else no oh no that's fucking weird uh no i think what she was saying was that oh was she was telling people that they knew because she blacked out woke up with a black eye and she was afraid that if she admitted that she had no idea how it happened then the people whoever did it would know that they had gotten away with it. Yeah. So she was saying she knew, or implying that she knew or somebody knew, so that that person... Would come forward and say Would talk about it, or wouldn't feel like they they were scot-free. Yeah. And so that, it does kind of make sense. But then she's like... But there's also... It doesn't. But then she's like, well, certain things did start coming back to me. Like, Jen picked up a wig and... Yeah, she... After and then saying, she stopped herself. Like, oh, wait, I can't say anymore. Yeah, after saying she doesn't remember anything from the time she blacked from, like, a certain point. A five-hour period, basically. But then she starts saying... Right, so it's like, even in this story where I'm like, okay, this is kind of plausible, then you start doubling back. And that's... Okay, now you're losing me again, because it just sounds like you're covering something up. Yeah. Which is what they all say. And Andy's like, do you think she punched her in the face? And that's when she says... I'd rather have been Jen than anyone else. <laughs> Which again, very Would fucking you? strange. I mean, I guess she's saying like she has a reason to fight with Jen, maybe sometimes versus like a strange. Like it sounds like she might have been worried that somebody not in the group did it. Yeah, either production or somebody came into the house, and that's kind of a scary thought. 
you know? So then Andy asks everyone what they think happened, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. That he, like, made them all give an answer. So Angie K... No, Whitney says she thinks Jen did it, point blank. Angie K says she thought it might have been a fall, but then at dinner under her breath, Jen said, what are you going to say? When everyone asked her about Mm. it. And then Dana said maybe, like, something like drunk elbows or whatever. And then Andy asks, like, what Angie K meant about them being scissor sisters or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. And Angie was like, I just heard some stuff going around that they had sex, <laughs> I guess. And then that's where we leave it. Yeah. So it seems like next time on, Seth <laughs> says he wants to bring awareness to taint play. Yeah. Um, and But I think that was a joke. Yes. And then they joke about Justin, I guess, like, bringing people together. I don't know what, I'm right, what I wrote. He was saying that he can bring the boys back together. Oh, okay. John and just Seth. Seth. And then Heather brings up her book, I guess. And so it seems like that's going to be a point of topic of like how people are reacting to it in her family, I think. She said she's in litigation with the church. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, she said that. I didn't hear that. Uh, and then Andy confronts Meredith on not thinking anything about it this season when Jen is like actually... In jail, but last season in the bathtub, she was kind of being that, like, scheming, like, I knew this was coming. But then now she's, like, full team Jen. Mm-hmm. This season. Um, and then they ask if they think it's possible that Coach knew. And then they, I think they all kind of are like, I don't see how he couldn't have known. And now that's what we're getting at. Yeah. So. The implications. I'm excited. I do think... That this reunion was good, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I was surprised. On I thought Twitter, it was still be... hating on it, but I think that's just the thing to do right now. Yeah, T. And you guys <laughs> do better. Yeah. You like the show. You like consuming the content. Like, if there's a good episode, admit it's good. And I yeah. think this was a good episode. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe just keep like if you like something, say you like it. And if you don't, keep it to yourself. But then we also are on a podcast talking about things that we don't. Like. <laughs> I'm critiquing the fuck out of it. So then also, that's not fair. <laughs> but I do think people are wild on... I think it is wild how people get mouthy on social media. Like, and, and they come fully out of pocket. Like, sometimes I don't say that because I'm like, I feel like it needs to be measured or like at least thought out a little bit. And some people just say crazy stuff online. Yeah, I think it's a good place to be like, obviously on the podcast we're critiquing them and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think don't tag people and like say horrible things to them and like right all because of a show jump on everything because of a show at the end of the day it is fun content that we enjoy watching and these people are putting themselves out there to be critiqued and to be characters but i don't think you need to just send them direct hate at all times i think that's a bad culture we're getting into on social media yeah all these drag queens are like having what should have been should be the best time of their life and they're having to delete Instagram and Twitter because people are like sending Pivot. them death threats. We're pivoting to RuPaul's Drag Race, guys. I know, but I just mean I'm <laughs> sure that these ladies get it even worse. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I guess preaching positivity on a podcast where we talk shit about people, but I just don't think we need to do all that with the people directly. So try to think about that. I think it was a good episode. Hopefully the next two are. I don't think they would give us three if it wasn't warranted, so. They have before, though. That's like, true. Like, other series have had longer readings. I was like, eh, I could have But been they cut the season short. 
Yeah. I think, they I think they're going to I was expecting one. Yeah, me too. I think they're going to talk a lot about... I don't really know what they're going to make two episodes out of. Unless one of them's a lot about Jen, which I'm not looking forward to that. But the, I think this was the only Jen one. Oh. Next one, we're going to talk about the husbands and if Sharif knew. And then maybe the next one will be about... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All okay. right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe wherever you listen. Um, on Spotify, I put up polls and question boxes, so if you, comment there if you're listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please write to your senators and let them know that we deserve a, uni- a U.S. government grant of $1 billion. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> You can rate and review us on, I think, Apple and Spotify now. And definitely share it with your Salt Lake City friends. We're sorry the schedule has been so crazy, but we're going to try our best to get out another episode for next week and the week after that. And then we'll go from there. T-T-T. So thank you for listening. I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. This has been Privileged Twins. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.